is going on, internet? Welcome back to another episode of Nerdy Nomicron. I'm your host, Alex, a.k.a. Snurf, and joining me, of course, my two homies starting off with always the Vonstrosity, the Chungus Among Us, the Bungus. How is it going? It's going great. Finally, yeah. we Bungus. some interesting shit that we hinted <laughs> at last uh, episode. Good. Good. And also joining me on the other side of the table, although he's not actually on the other side of the table, the best hair amongst the three of us, Ryan, a.k.a. Synthetic. What up, man? Thank you. Thank you. I gotta. I need to give you a larger title. We got to figure out a few, <laughs> a few more accolades for, for you. <laughs> um, actually, for both of us, because as it stands right now, I'm quite certain Ollie is the one who holds all of the accolades. Oh yeah, far more decorated. Yeah. He, he is. He is a, got more medals than us. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Um, lots to talk about today. Your boy Snervin finally got to go see Thor. Love and Thunder, and I definitely want to break that shit down, and I think we might get a little bit into what's been going on recently at the SDCC, and for those of you out there who don't know what that is, one, get educated, two, it's the biggest fucking con that's held every year, and three, to answer that question, it is the San Diego Comic-Con, the largest Comic-Con that goes on uh, in, in all of North America. I can't say the world, because... Who knows? There might be a country somewhere else that doesn't even bigger Comic Con that we don't even know. Very true. I feel like we would have heard about it, but I'm just saying it's a thing that could possibly be. Uh, without much further ado, let's break open Love and Thunder, starting with Ollie. Ooh, all right. So, um, yeah, I think I got into this a little bit uh last episode uh i thoroughly enjoyed uh the movie nice one. um like <laughs> i i forgot that i did that pun last time too like without even trying unintentionally um, and I, again I, I just did it now like i don't know why i go there but i do um and anyways yeah like i i want to i think i addressed the the issues that people had with thor and like now it's like the third biggest drop uh, of the box office that a marvel movie has had since like phase one or something stupid like that and i'm like oh, yeah, yeah but it, it, it's just it's really dumb like i think people are analyzing things way too much um i'm sure there's other forces at play that are causing people not to go see marvel movies but there could also just be like marvel movie fatigue um because we've just had so many and after endgame people probably kind of thought it's over at least the casual viewers and like no one's really paying attention right now until they hype up another you know endgame or even a avengers movie in general well um, let's let's break that open for a quick second there what's yeah, what are the sure. main what are the main complaints going on why is everybody hating on thor love and thunder right now okay well one of the main things is it 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 just goes way too um i i guess specifically the one thing that I hear a lot of people have issues with is the way they treat new Asgard in the movie, um, where it's no longer like the Asgard, you know, home of the gods we know. It's just basically another town, and now it's like this huge tourist, like, theme park destination, and it just belittles, um, 
even just Thor, and it kind of piggybacks on the issue some people have with the Thor character in the MCU as we know it in general, is that in the comics, people compare him and say that Thor is a very serious, stoic character, and in the MCU, he's this bumbling buffoon who just, like, does not, um, I don't know, like, he, and he's a god to boot, so he he just kind of doesn't take things seriously. And they do address that in the beginning of the movie when he's with the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Um, right. I don't know. I, I see their point. People want to see the characters they have in the comics, um, and they don't like it when characters are, you know, gender-bent or their backstories are changed or whatever. But at the same time, we live in an era where, like, the multiverse is well-established, and I feel it's okay to have a different Thor of all things, no, of course, or, or a different MCU characters than the comics, because it would just be kind of boring. Like I like that they draw inspiration um, it, from the comics, of course. Uh, obviously, it's a huge part of it, but at the same time, they should have the freedom because things just don't translate well to different mediums. Like if you were to translate a comic book into a into a book to a movie all three of them would probably have much different um iterations entirely iterations entirely exactly so um yeah like i i i get people's issue like taika waititi took the humor of this movie to a whole different level that he showed (laughs) us a taste of in ragnarok but i i for one fucking loved it because I think I might have said this before, like a few episodes ago, is that like it'd be so boring if if Marvel didn't try to experiment. They have all this different talent. They have all these different stories to tell. And if they just kept making the movies the same way they were, you know, if everything felt like Captain America, the first Avenger or the first Iron Man movie, like go back and watch those movies. They were great. Don't get me wrong. Um, but for their time, if we continued making movies that were like boring and just stayed that way, not only would they lose viewers, but it just wouldn't be interesting in general. And to have life like put into these characters is, is a good thing, I think. Yeah. And not only that though, like you take a look at different comic runs throughout the ages and some of them tell completely different stories and nobody complains about that. And yeah. so now when a screen adaptation is pretty much writing their own comic story, if you will, now everybody yeah. wants to come out of the woodwork and yeah. shit on it. Like, Ca- come on, give me okay. a break. Ca- case in point, I can't think of a, of a certain Marvel MCU character off the top of my head right now, um, but uh, what's going on with the boys, uh, just as a takeaway, is in the boys, there are certain characters that have no character developments that are just like real caricatures of of people uh, that they're spoofing in the MCU or whatever. Like, for example, the one character, the female um, in The Boys, she is literally just a rabid dog in a human's body, basically. Like, that's her character. And in the show, they actually flesh her out and give her a a voice, so to speak. And Yeah, Kimiko. She's just the female in the comics. Um, I I haven't read all of them. I've gotten halfway through them, but yeah, she like not once do they ever give her some kind of backstory. Like they're all just kind of there, and she's just the female. She's basically the muscle of the group because she's just all relentless. Um, right. and no one's complaining about that. At least not what I hear. 
Um, right. So, you but know, if like, you wanna... I... go on, go on, finish that I was going to say, yeah. if you, you want to bring it into the MCU, like, um, a, solid, a solid example would be Ultron. You know, the comic yeah. books, Ultron was not created by Tony Stark or Bruce Banner. It was created by Hank Pym. Yeah, that's a good point. And and that entire, and I know Ryan takes great issue with this, <laughs> but they they twisted it and turned it into something else, something that worked for me may not necessarily have worked for Ryan and may not have necessarily worked for a ton of other viewers. But that's the, that's the beauty about comics and comic books and comic stories is everybody can have a take because it's not written in stone. It's it's yeah. And, oh, it's funny you bring that up because I'm really curious on your guys' opinion because you know more about this than I do uh, related to Thor, the, uh, this Thor movie, is the Necrosword. Like, I'm really curious what you guys think of that potential that could have been there because doesn't it have some kind of tie to the symbiotes? To symbiote god, yeah. Yeah, and they they destroyed the sword at the end of the movie. They sure did, and and um, I imagine Ryan may have some sort of theory yeah, I wonder as to if the that's ramifications part of it of doing so. It, so. so yeah, we don't have to get super into it now, but, but I just uh, wanted to bring that up yeah, as you were but, saying that. Right now, with that being said, are there any other major complaints, or is it just that? Uh, oh, the woke, the woke culture. Um, so not only <laughs> do they like, I think they hinted at this in Ragnarok, but um valkyrie is bisexual and um now you have a transgender son of um heimdall and uh i didn't get that yeah oh they're they're transgender i'm pretty sure they were saying in the in the movie um and then there was that at all did i I miss that that. it was at Hmm. the beginning of the movie yeah they were like when they introduced his character i'm pretty sure he was yeah when he was um when he was a CGI head, they were talking. Thor was saying his old oh, what name his, as, what as his a girl. Name was. Yeah, and now was it's a... Alex, I think, as a as a guy. Axel, no, Axel, Axel, that's it. I think Axel it was because he likes the he was, likes Guns N' Roses. It was just an Asgardian name. Yeah, he had an Asgardian name. It was just no, like a more I, traditional Asgardian name, but he then decided on Axel because he wanted a more traditional Earth name. Maybe I felt like there were transgender undertones for some reason. I guess I could be wrong, but I, I felt like and if I, not transgender undertones, maybe dead naming undertones. And you know what? Fuck yeah, it's a shit. It's or just kind of like a yeah, or just kind of a commentary on pronouns and whatever in general. You know, like Sounds choosing your like own a, identity. Right. Um, Sounds to me like a whole lot of not my my MCU. Yeah. Fuck this, you who. Like, and then I, those guys. and then I guess the other thing shouldn't really be a complaint because he's he's a fucking alien species, but like Korg and uh, what is his name, Wayne at the end or Dwayne? Dwayne, oh my, Dwayne. <laughs> like, yeah, just people were like, oh, you know, there's a bit too much like LGBT going on in this movie, and just like get the fuck, fuck out you, of here. Don't watch. Yeah, like honestly, like, like okay. You know, sure. Let's let's go and say that yeah, maybe there's one too many characters that happen to be LGBT, and you think it's a little bit much because they're changing these characters, whatever. But at the same time, like we live in the modern era, and I don't think I think that you just need to get over your your prejudice with it. And it might not be that you are biased against LGBT. It's just that innately as you grew up, you didn't interact with a lot of these people because it wasn't okay to to be yourself. 
So I think, you know, it, it's, it's a bit harsh of a reality for some people, but I, I give props to movies when they do introduce these characters Absolutely. because it needs to be normalized because it shouldn't be a taboo thing, right? right. So I, that was the other issue that I remember seeing crop up a lot, um, mostly on Facebook because I guess that's a fucking echo chamber. Right. Um, and also, honestly, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like any of this wokeness quote unquote was shoehorned in i felt it was very naturally flowing no it wasn't Mm -hmm. um and i guess like the third thing that i mostly saw people have issue with this movie was the cgi and apparently a lot of people really shat on the cgi i didn't think it was worse than any of the the doctor strange cgi that i pointed out when i saw the movie right i don't i don't know because i didn't see this movie in 3d whereas Doctor Strange I did, so I'm going to chalk it up to the weird quality of the 3D at the theater I watched. Fair. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I kind of disagree with the CGI aspect. People were, were really shitting on um, Axel's head, floating head um, I in mean, the room. I thought I mean, that it wasn't was great. terrible, to be honest. I, I yeah. thought that absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Like, what the fuck was that? It, literally it, it was a trope. Like a it was a sci-fi Rangers. trope. I know, I'm but pr- why did they? Yeah. Why would they make it look that bad if they knew that this phase it, has been so heavily criticized by their lack of effort and detail into their CGI? Yeah, that I'll yeah I'll I'll definitely say that it does seem like they've dropped the ball with the CGI. Um, again, didn't we talk about how a lot of the CGI development teams or whatever are like caught up crazy with work, and I feel like they're cutting corners or something, if true um yeah i like I, while i do agree it was a weird cgi but i just don't think it was as bad as people are saying it is i don't like think people it say it like anything. ruined it's the immersion kind of no and like it's right yeah it's, yeah it's, it's off-putting like, what, but it's not dog shit yeah right. and um as for things something that i personally didn't like about this movie and it's a very like kind of minor thing was just i think there were like two mini storylines in the movie um one of them though was rectified later on in the movie but there were just two things at the beginning that i felt they didn't do well in explaining and it basically felt like a five minute scene so the first one for me was um even gore having the necro sword and getting to the point where everyone was like fearing him because he was taking out gods I felt like there wasn't enough there to really make Gore feel as tough as he is. And um, like the whole, I don't know how it went in the comics. I don't really know Gore as a character until this movie was announced essentially. And and you guys started talking about it, Mm -hmm. but the, the whole opening scene of the movie, I, you know, I get that it was um, tough, but I just felt it was a little bit too, easy for him to get the necro sword and to like find it even though it was calling him because i'm kind of curious like how, what killed the other dude that had the necro sword at the at that point the why, sun god yeah i know but like why wasn't the sun god able to handle i guess it was a surprise to handle gore and i guess gore kind of caught them off guard and does he just gain more power with the more gods he kills because I, I think it's part of the corruption of the sword. Uh, it was, to my understanding. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, I think they it, said something what about it that. Seems to be in, in this movie, but typically, um, he does gain some form of power from the gods when he kills them with the necro sword in the comics. 
Okay, because that's um, what that I doesn't, felt doesn't like kind of was going on. In the movie. So I, I think we're just led to yeah, believe that no. it's just the corruption that's making and him maybe, as powerful yeah. as he is. Right, all the powers from the sword. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know exactly what my issue with was with that scene. I think just mostly that it was just like ten minutes and I would rather have seen a little bit more gore backstory. Right. Um well, and he really only showed up in like three scenes in the whole movie. Um, right. you know, like but it was a two hour movie and I do appreciate that they brought it down from three because I am kind of I don't know about you guys, but I do kind of get exhausted from three hour long like epics these days. And if every Marvel movie is <laughs> gonna do that, it does get a little bit much. Um and I feel they're I can't shaving get it enough of that shit. I, I know, but I I don't know. Like when I go to see a movie it's a first world problem, but I do feel like three hours I'm getting out of it and I'm just exhausted by it. And if the movie doesn't captivate me, then, you know, the last hour or the first hour just feels really long. Um, so, you know, I, I, I can't complain in that fact. And the little backstory they gave to Gore getting the sword and everything like that, it was enough you know, it was enough for a two, the two-hour movie that they showed. I don't think it was any less than I made a, might have had more of an issue anymore, and it would have taken up too much of the movie, I suppose, and they had a lot to kind of tell with it. Um, so uh, anyways, I'll move on to the second thing that I had a little bit of an issue with, is that Jane Foster, like, disappeared after, you know, the second Thor movie. And I think <laughs> right. She was, like, name-dropped in the third movie, I think, or just referenced. In um, Ragnarok, yeah. Yeah, and then in, and now that she's back, you know, they, they, they were like, oh, Thor and her had a huge falling out, which we didn't see. You know, we didn't see the relationship. We basically saw, like, um, a little bit of it in the second Thor movie, but, um, uh, the whole her getting Mjolnir, I was like, I don't know why that's happening. And then they explained it like halfway, maybe towards the end of the movie in the backstory when Thor was like, take care of her. And he told that to Mjolnir. And then I was like, okay, I guess that's a bit rectified. But that to me didn't sit well until that scene happened in the movie. Um, so yeah, that, that was the other thing that bugged me. It's just like, there wasn't enough backstory with Mjolnir, Thor, and Jane Foster to explain how she was able to repair Mjolnir just like that. When, like, isn't Thor worthy enough to pick up Mjolnir? Why didn't it repair for him? I don't know. No, that's I don't know if point. I, I don't know if I really missed something. It, I guess it doesn't need to be explained. It's just something that happened, and you know, it's the fucking Marvel universe. There's so many powers at play that, um, it, something like that. It, at the end of the day doesn't really need to be explained um but yeah they they got a bit more points with me once they finally like had that bit of backstory in those flashback scenes so right I think, so uh, those are my only issues I, with the movie sorry go on ryan regards to that specifically like it kind of depends on how deep you look at it uh the comic explanation for it would be that odin when he died essentially infused a part of his soul into Mjolnir so that he was always with Thor. And in certain instances, Thor was capable of communicating with him to some degree as though it was, say, Black Panther uh, or T'Challa uh, talking to his father in the ancestral planes. 
Um, And in doing so, uh, the hammer was capable of um, having a a consciousness, I guess. Uh, And that's why it listened uh, not only to Thor's command to uh, protect Jane, but to also um, work for her and grant her the power of Thor. But that's just a commie explanation. Like, that's one of the arcs that they did with this type of character. I don't think it's right. uh, I don't think it's necessarily what happened in the movie, but it's possible, especially given the way that he talks to Stormbreaker and Mjolnir throughout. <laughs> I, I think that it's you know it's not out of the ballpark to assume God, that they that. have some form of consciousness, even if it's not like the comics where it's Odin uh, that kind of imbued himself into these things, right? Um. But yeah, no, I, I get where you're coming from. I, I did think that uh, that they could have given us a little bit more on that, Ollie. I, I think that mm-hmm. more oh, would definitely. have been better in that circumstance, just uh, for the sake of actually understanding how these things work. And in, in the same sense, one of the issues that I took was uh, near the very end of the movie when Thor passes on his powers to all those kids, like temporarily. Where when did when oh. did this become a thing? Like where has this been the whole time? Yeah, right. I I think was that, that not certain things like that that just like they can't just come out of nowhere. It's it's a game changer in most regards. Why couldn't he have used this in Endgame or okay, in my... Infinity War or whatever? Like you know. Oh. But my there's, tears... there's, I have another thing for that as well. Yeah. Before we kind of okay. dive into it, same sure. thing goes with the wish in the middle of the universe why if thor had the key the whole time why couldn't they have just gone there and wished everybody back instead of doing all their time travel stuff because thor didn't know he didn't he didn't care they expressly noted that both valkyrie and thor knew of this place existing for years before these events happened Right, but they've never gone to it or tried to use Mjolnir or the true, not Mjolnir, true. The, and, uh, the okay, Bifrost I can say that maybe they just yeah. didn't think about it. But why would they think of time travel first? Right, like it is. I feel like it's one of those continuity errors that like it doesn't really have any impact whether it was intentional or not. But it's just like one of those weird things that. Uh, like they can't just go bigger and better for the sake of doing it. They have to scale their things accordingly because when we see like ridiculous shit like that, it just opens up plot holes in my opinion. And these things need to be limited to more broad movies like Avengers titles. Yeah. Okay. So my thought um, with at least the Bifrost being the key was, um, you know, maybe when, like, Odin was around, he just kind of made it clear that, like, no one was to go for it. Um, or I, the other thing is that I'm thinking is, um, A, this could just be, like, the hallmark of a true hero. Is like, heroes don't go for these things just because, like, they could, I guess. It, it needs to be, like, an immediate need for it. And it became relevant in Gore's story because a villain wanted to go for it. Right. So, but, but, so I could, I could kind of see it like, yeah, sure. Maybe it could have been a thing they did to bring everyone back in Endgame or something like that. 
but that wasn't the story they were trying to tell you know um it's hard to explain but i for me it's not so much a continuity error um i kind of want to lean uh my third theory with it is more so that it's just one of those things that are established in the lore like they could have written this in phase two for example and been like okay this is a thing that exists this is a thing that's true in our mcu continuity and we're going to introduce it this way in thor and it's not going to make sense but it's going to make sense later and they're going to get into it i think like for me you know what they're starting to introduce um the celestials eternity um you know they could they could go in and introduce like death or something as well because that's relevant to i think thanos and deadpool so i i think we're just starting to get little tastes of things that that they could delve deeper into in the future and this might just be one of those things um i definitely feel like this phase is um a phase for creativity and a phase for introducing little tastes of things yet to come. So I will hold my breath for it until I see some ramification in the future where they don't introduce or talk about this concept again and just drop it. Then I would say it's a plot hole. Um, But I totally totally agree. um, Yeah, like, like... What if when we see the Watcher but we don't see him interact with anybody outside of narrating until the last like three episodes. And then it's like, yeah. Oh, like this is something that it's actually capable of doing. It's a, the, the same type of thing in regards to using the Bifrost to get there. Like they, they heard stories about it as though it were, I don't know, say modern Asgardian children hearing stories of Asgardian battling, uh, the, um, as guardians battling the frost giants in their time like like it's it's a it's a legend yeah. it's just a fucking uh, yeah like is that what you're kind of getting at like it, yeah like there's like no it, reason it, for them to believe that it was true because it yeah. was simply a story yeah yeah mm-hmm. and even if it even if it was true i i i feel like there's certain heroes that just wouldn't go after that kind of thing like they i don't know like First of all, like Thor didn't even know that the Bifrost was the key, right? So, and I feel like there's got to be some backstory there to it. So it must have been something relevant to Odin and Hela in back in the day. Yeah, where like um, maybe that's what she was trying to go for. And that's when Odin was like, hey, I realize I created a monster, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Like, And nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want Shady. He's chopped liver. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. So, no, that's okay. Yeah. Any. Yeah. Anyways. Um. And then the. Th- and then I guess the other question I like I wanted to ask with the the whole kids thing getting the imbued powers. Uh, again, I feel like that could be another thing where like, you know, Thor could have done that with his. Um. Who? What? What? Were we, what was he called when they were part of the Asgard? His all, all his Asgardian friends, like Lady Sif and whatever. Oh, um, I don't maybe know that's what their group name was. Maybe Sif that's something the they could have done. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, like maybe that was something relevant back then, or it was just a dire need thing that you know only Odin would ever use, and now Thor is in a 
predicament where he cannot take on Thor and these shadow beasts, or Gore, I mean, and these shadow beasts alone, and he's got to get these kids to safety somehow, but there's only one of him, and he can't do two things at once. So what he can do is extend his own element to them for the time being. So I didn't have too much of an issue with that. And the other thing is, is like, is is that something that could have just been... Did he have Zeus's lightning bolt at that time at all? Um, I think yes, it was right did, at the end. Yeah. yeah, like, what if that was, like, a Zeus thing and there was just a deleted scene where they showed that that was, like, a thing? I don't know. Um, I'm sure, like, there's two hours of deleted scenes, supposedly, or things that just didn't make the cut into the full movie. Um, <laughs> so, and people are trying to give this the Snyder cut fucking treatment and taika waititi's basically laughing them out because he's just like no this was the product that i was hired to make and i'm happy with the product even though it's been like cut i did a lot because i wanted to see what would work kind of thing mm -hmm. so i i think it could also be a thing like that but but yeah for continuity's sake i do hope that they they touch on it in the future Well, uh, I guess, Alex, we'll move on to you now that, uh, unless you got anything else <laughs> that you wanted to specifically say, Ollie, um, but I want to hear Alex's opinion now that he's no. watched it most recently. Yeah, no, I definitely want to get into, like, the really good things I, we liked about the movie, but maybe we'll get there naturally after Alex uh, talks about it. No, fair enough. Um, actually, to get back to one of your points, Ollie, uh, or something we talked about at the top half of this, is, um, the whole the whole Jane story, and I think this is probably Taika's most challenging part to write, I would imagine. Because, like, you're right, Jane disappeared right after Thor 2, and, like, we all thought Portman was, was gone out of the series, and then all of a sudden to bring her back and get her sorted out, like, how do you, how do you go back and, and write all that in? And, you know, having having Thor, you know, speak to Mjolnir and, and cast that, that Odin's word on it. Um, I think it was probably super hard to write considering you got to make it sound right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you're right. We got nothing from previous movies or, or anything like that in terms of their relationship and what they went through. It was just, you're, it was just, they were together and then, Sorry, Jane broke up with you. He's like, I, she did break up with me. I broke up with her. It was a mutual yeah. dumping. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, and, and yeah, that's I all felt we the, get. I felt the what if episode did more than the MCU did in two movies with Jane Foster. Fair. Um, and with that, I think Taika did an all right job. I mean, probably not some of his strongest work, but he did a pretty decent job of patching that hole. With, with what he had, I guess. Yeah. And um, I mean, as as for not his best work, like, I don't know, that one movie with the Stranger Things guy that played Steve Harrison, what was it, the recent one, Free Guy? I feel like that was not his best work, but that was, like, kind of the point that he was supposed to be some, like, cringy douchebag and whatever. But Right. Yeah, sorry, that was just an aside. Go on. Um... <laughs> that kind of, that kind of broke my damn hold on no no it's okay, it's okay. are we all I'm high fine. right now <laughs> oh yeah hell yeah 
<laughs> what do you mean? Is that even a question? <laughs> um. Oh, sorry. Yeah. With that being said, um, I think you did okay in writing that. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. It was, it was acceptable enough. It was believable. It was like, okay, some of this went on. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I don't have a whole lot of gripe with this movie. I thought uh, CG was decent. It was funny as hell, and I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, the only thing I really didn't care for, I think Ryan and I kind of talked a little bit about it at work the other day, was I felt there was a, a touch overuse with those fucking goats. <laughs> yeah, the screaming got a little oh, old. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, I, I get that it was supposed to like be unsettling, but like, j- like funny unsettling yeah but i agree it was a bit gratuitous yeah just a touch um but yeah i thought uh pretty decent um also i think it was your second point ollie where you were talking about uh gore and or was that your first point either way yeah your point from earlier in the comics it's it's a touch different, and I feel like if they just put in 25 minutes of extra work, they probably could have made it happen. Uh, <clears throat> where in the comics, like, he's part of a planet that's dying, and they have a heavy belief system in this this one god, and they pray and whatever, and, like, he loses his wife, his daughter, like, people he knows, and then he becomes exiled because he com- he becomes atheistic and very, like, upfront about it. Yeah, And then in his exile, as he's wandering, he comes across these two gods that are fighting. And the god wielding the necro sword eats it, and he ends up taking the fucking power. Kind of similar in the way that it it went down. Okay. But I mean, like like 25 extra minutes, you could have made that happen. You could, you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, that's I awesome. agree. They, they should have just given us a little more with him. Because we didn't get any real story. We just caught the the screenshots of all the gods that were dropping all across the, the realms, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and apparently there were there were scenes that, of... Uh, that were cut? Uh, of Gore doing his thing. Yeah, that were cut out. Like a good number of them. So, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Um, despite all of that, I think this movie was fucking awesome. This is definitely one of my top five at least in all of the mcu like it was really funny as fuck. yeah honestly i i wanted to say walking out of that movie it might even be like top three for me for sure like it was just a fun movie like when did movies have to be so like i know we're like pulling it apart at the beginning here but like when did movies have to be so perfect you know like they just need to entertain sure there's like a whole marvel universe that it needs to follow continuity for but at the same time a movie's first priority should be to entertain and that was a damn entertaining movie so it was a good it was a good movie was it a good marvel movie that's up to debate for a lot of people but i think so i think it was a good marvel movie i like where marvel is going with their creativity it's you know this Thor movie and the latest TV show, Miss Marvel, definitely have a different tone than other Marvel properties that I can think of. 
Right. Like, like I said before, it was Guardians of the Galaxy and then Ant-Man that were probably the first more, like, comedic movies in the MCU. Um, and then, of course, Spider-Man came in, and then now we have Miss Marvel and and Thor with uh, Ragnarok. And right. I like it. Will Will I expect them to go comedic with all of it? No. I just think it really works for Chris Hemsworth Thor that they're doing. Um I like I just think it works. If they were if if they had introduced any other Thor, I'm sure they would have naturally felt like going a different route with it, but fact is they did it with Chris Hemsworth and Taika Waititi and I think that's just the flavor of Thor that we're going to get. So, you know, it's I guess it's not for everybody. Um but yeah. I mean, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it, like it's no Captain Marvel. Like you know, like I I would say Thor is still leagues above that. So yeah. No, definitely. Yeah it it, it was a it was a good movie. Um, it was like nonstop. Like everyone in the theater was laughing. Like to the point where sometimes I barely caught dialogue. But it it yeah it was. It was still a very enjoyable experience. Um, I thought that uh, the scene for me in the movie that I think was my favorite was probably the one where they go to... uh, Fuck, what's the name of that city? It was something really on the nose, wasn't it? Um, With all the gods. What was it? Omnipotent City. Omnipotent City, yeah. I, I like the Russell Crowe scene where he's talking and uh, just his, like, Greek accent. I just thought, thought was, like, really, like, a nice touch to the character. I heard that they filmed those scenes twice over, once in his, like, uh, Kiwi slash British accent or whatever that he has, and once in the Greek accent. And they, and they were, like, playing around with it in post and seeing which one works better for, like, the tone of the movie and whatever. Hmm. Um but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed that scene. Um, and of course, all like the fight scenes with Mighty Thor, I thought were really cool. I thought the 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 touch with like Mjolnir coming apart into all those like uh, shards was a really cool like move. Pretty badass. Yeah, like pretty fucking badass. And how she could just like direct it around and like just flew through people with it um, or mm. shadow beasts, I guess. Like I, I thought it was, I thought it was very, uh, very good. Yeah, I did like the uh, the touch of you can't have like human blood and gore, but you could have beast god blood and gore. Yeah, with gold yeah. blood fucking splashing everywhere, and fucking shadow beast erupting into goo. Like it's, I like it. <laughs> I was surprised with how much they could get away with the golden blood, to be honest. Oh my like god, it, right? I like... can see it with the with the shadow beasts because they're not human characters. But when it's human characters still getting killed, it's just a different color that's coming out of them. I feel like it's really not all that different, but they, they kind of went nuts with that scene. Well, I mean, I think it seems to me like they're like, well, we can get away with this, so why not yeah, exactly. take it to the fucking next level? Hey, I mean, I, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was a really good scene. <laughs> I just was not expecting it. Oh, me neither. Um, Like, at all, I wasn't expecting gods to explode into bits and fucking <laughs> gold blood splash everywhere like fatalities out of Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah. 
it was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty and slow mo's like when Mjolnir burst through the fucking when through that shadow piece like right in the like at the beginning before yeah. right before he meets her yeah and he goes to grab Mjolnir yeah, yeah. but like slow mo's out of this monster's head and the eyeballs are like popping out and exploding and shit, <laughs> yeah like, I forgot it's like well that. done good yeah like good on you fucking hey that's what I like to see yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if there was. I feel like in the one week since we had our last episode, so much has has happened in my life with moving and shit like that. That I I feel like there was like something else I really wanted to bring up with this movie, but I can't remember. Um, maybe it'll jog my memory if Ryan starts talking about his big theory that he was hinting at um, <laughs> last episode. Like, I really want to hear. Like, I hope you right? remember what you were gonna say about it. Uh, are we ready? Like, I hope you studied it. Are we? Yeah, ready? we're ready. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm fucking on. ready. Are Are we ready? Or like, Ryan, do you need to shit a little more on this movie? Or are you good to go? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm. Uh... I got my big boy pants. <laughs> good to be honest, like. Um, I'll just briefly, just I guess, talk about what I thought of, of it, um, because I, I feel like this is probably going to be a surprise to a lot of people, but I, I liked it quite a bit. I don't think I liked it as much as you guys. I don't think it breaks my top 10, but I, I really did yeah. enjoy it. Oh, wow. It was okay. a really entertaining movie, and like Very all modest. Said, it's really all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you say, sorry? Right. I said very modest. I I think Ryan secretly has like a shrine to Chris Hemsworth in his closet. <laughs> I told you not to tell anyone about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Cats out of the doesn't, bag. Doesn't even break his top ten. Damn, dude. I mean, I still That's definitely ice cold. prefer Ragnarok. Over Just kidding. It. Like oh, I one hundred percent prefer Ragnarok like, over it, but well, I thought it was still really good and it kept a lot of that charm intact. Um, but I, I still feel like it's a, like a pretty flat seven to me. Okay. Like, well, to be, to be fair, like as much as I like this Thor movie, there are some really like good fucking Marvel movies out there where I, I don't want to compare it because it is almost apples to oranges. Like case in point, Shang-Chi for me was like such a good movie. And I don't want to say Thor was better than it at all. It was just a very different type of movie. Um, and yeah both are both are up there for me so so yeah like i think everyone's opinion is valid like that's what marvel's doing right now right they're trying to make something for everybody yeah for sure um i i would say like that's really all i had to say about it though aside from that we really covered all of the the gripes that i did have with the movie throughout uh like the three of us just kind of dropping our opinions on what we didn't like um all right Regale us with this theory. Blow yeah, my mind, right. sir. Get it's us time. there. So I, I want to start, um, I think, first off with uh, Miss Marvel and where that ties okay. in. So <laughs> obviously with uh, with our, our, you know, very slight introduction to mutants, um, I feel like being that uh, Kamala Khan is so young, I don't think that she's necessarily going to be among the first mutants that were actually born uh per se or the first ones to have their um gene mutated into the x gene right Um, yeah but i do still think that she's probably one of the first ones to really surface and 
Uh, I, I think now after kind of this, this opinion kind of formed after I saw Thor, cause I saw that about a week after I finished, uh, Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it really ties in a lot with the multiverse as well. So I think the damage control was actually a lot more important than we originally thought they were, because I okay. think that they're going to be the ones that are going to create the first sentinels. I think that uh, they're going to be like the anti-mutant um, oh, shit. people that we see throughout all of X-Men related media. Um, so I think in that regard, I do I do still believe that the multiverse uh, and the Kree both have some effect on the creation of the X-Gene. Uh, which I'm going to circle back to, uh, at least for the multiverse part, a little later when I get to uh, talking about Null as a character. Um, but from there, I think we're going to see uh, more people trying to not only leave Earth, uh, but I think we're going to see a lot of mutants attempting to leave this universe into maybe trying to find something that's a little more habitable for their kind. Uh, and in doing so, I think we're going to start to see a ripple effect where um, Null is on the opposite side, going through universes, trying to find the broken pieces of his Necro Sword and put it back together. As we do know that he is an all-knowing, omnipotent being that lives, uh, in a way, through the other symbiotes, which we also know uh, have knowledge that transcend the multiverse. Correct. So, while this is all happening, I think this is going to be the catalyst for the Secret Wars. We're going to start seeing different universes uh, with characters like their heroes or their mutants uh, that are being discriminated against, trying to leave their own respective universes, and in doing so are going to end up clashing with the other universes that are trying to escape Null and his rampage. And Shit. All the while, while this is happening, I think that uh, this is where the Dark Dimension really ties in. I think this is where Doctor Strange is potentially going and why Dormammu is seemingly calling on him at the end of Multiverse. Is because he potentially has a piece or multiple pieces of the Necro Sword after having it being broken in that Dark Dimension. Um, And Doctor Strange is more or less going to be charged with trying to protect them um and or and or hide them throughout the multiverse hmm shit okay wow you connected things like really well there like i could totally i could i could see that happening honestly I also oh, like the damage. Say that this is this is all mine. This is all unique ideas. This is all you. These, these did not come from anywhere else. In fact, I still you have not watched breakdowns on those any are of the, these three titles. Miss Marvel. Those are the best kind of theories. I'll even say that this theory is better than my prediction that Danny DeVito is going to be cast as the thing in the Fantastic Four reboot. <laughs> I mean, that one is a pretty like, good take. That was a pretty <laughs> like, good take. Like, yeah, like, what if they just straight up, like, rocket raccoon him, basically, and just make him, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, he'll be, like, the comedic take, uh, like, a mix of Drax and Rocket or something, but for I also do want to say that if they do miss this opportunity to make him the thing, they can potentially redeem themselves by making him Red Hulk and Thunderbolts. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> all right, all Danny right. DeVito. Um, yeah, damn. Because, like, I think when we spoke about Miss Marvel, didn't I have some kind of theory? Or or maybe it was, like, after that that I was kind of thinking of it. But I honestly fucking forget my theory because it probably wasn't even that strong in the first place. Um, I, but, yeah, now with, like, the new... Um, what are they called? Like the, just this trademark announcements that's been going on this last day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we're going to start getting somewhere with this phase of the MCU. Like it's all going to start coming together. Um, I think it's happening kind of behind the scenes, so to speak with the Marvel shows and um, the main MCU movies are still focusing on their characters. Um, like, you know, Thor, Spider-Man, whatever. But it'll slowly start coming together, and I think that's going to happen with, um, I think Ant-Man's the next movie, and then it's going to, like, after Wakanda Forever, I mean, and then after that, I think it's the Marvels, if I'm not wrong, unless there's something in between that. that Um, I'm not exactly sure. Um, But yeah, I think 2023 will be the year that we'll actually see, um, you know, maybe it'll be phase five or the end of phase four or whatever there and then we're gonna get into phase five and that's when shit's gonna hit the fan and we're gonna start seeing everything come to fruition i can agree with um i mean i also feel like this year after black panther would probably be a good place to decide that that that's uh this is say the end of phase four and then we can maybe get on with uh not doing so many origin stories into phase five yeah yeah exactly um so then with that uh do we have anything else to say about thor or do we want to start getting into some of these um uh trademark announcements and and really get into the mcu here i think i'm about done with thor to be honest i I don't really have anything else to say yeah yeah me too um i guess last thing maybe i actually want to say about thor was um again the fucking cameos uh from matt damon in the play i just felt was an was a nice touch it was matt damon and two other uh, i guess it was another one of the hemsworth brothers playing thor again yeah luke and then i can't remember who played odin um um what's what's his dude from jurassic wasn't he the talk show host uh or am i thinking of somebody else sam neil that's sam neil sam neil um yeah yeah that's him yeah um, oh and then melissa mccarthy of oh Bucky, as hella hella you know, yeah i'm i i know that i have not shit on melissa mccarthy but <laughs> i am not exactly her biggest fan yeah of, well there well no i'm not biggest fan of her current work i think that she's a brilliant actress um i just don't like this role she's stepped into it's very yeah, obnoxious I, and over the top but i think her comedic relief in this play as hella was uh was, great. was funny i actually yeah. it was the one time i was like no that was pretty good <laughs> yeah um yeah i think i the last two things i saw her in that i liked was like heat and spy um and then her new tv show on netflix is just very meh like i don't even <laughs> TV know show on netflix yeah it's god's favorite idiot it's just oh, like oh right right her, 
her boss slash like boyfriend is suddenly like touched by God and, and is like the next Jesus or something. And I, I looked it up and I tried to see if it, it's like a pro religion thing or like an anti religion thing or whatever. I think people are trying to compare this to uh, being like the spiritual successor to um, the good place, but I'm pretty sure it's just some Christian TV show. At least that's the vibes I got from the first episode. So I was like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> but it's not for me. But yeah, anyways, I, I kind of agree. Melissa McCarthy could be doing uh, much better, I, I think, much better roles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I got uh, I got nothing more to add to, to Thor. Yeah. All right. So then let's good movie. Move. Go see it. Yeah. Funny, go see goofy. it. It's, it's all good fun. Um, all right, uh, Ryan, do you happen to have the list of all the trademark uh, trademarks that got announced? Um, I, I know five of them off the top of my head. Yeah, we could start with those. I, I'll, I'll try and look for the list right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the first one, like, I, I feel like uh, we could just get into um, uh, the Spider-Man. What, what was everyone called again? uh freshman oh. year freshman year yeah yeah and then they already greenlit season two sophomore year or whatever yeah so is like wow. that's just it is an animated series right yeah so um though i what i remember i think we did talk about this last time all the uh, shows got announced like what if season two and marvel zombies and whatever um i'm pretty I, sure I yes it's it's supposed to be MCU canon, and it's just supposed to be our MCU Peter Parker's origin story and how he got his powers and his first year with them in his freshman year or whatever. That's the vibe I get. And then now I'm hearing that Charlie Cox is going to be reprising his role as Daredevil and appearing in one of the two seasons. Also, Daredevil series has just been announced with Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio called Daredevil Born Again. Really? As of, oh. it's 6.43 right now, so like 10 minutes ago. Oh. Fucking fantastic. Holy shit. Because, okay, I, was, I, I wasn't going to say anything until now, but I was worried that they were only going to bring them in to Echo. Because as a character, I wasn't really interested in Echo at all and i really don't get the spin-off that they're doing with her um maybe <laughs> this is another one of those mutant things they're going to get into because is, isn't she a mutant um i i don't remember actually i i'm not sure Oops, what, sorry? what exactly she is echo I just from feel like hawkeye this information now tells us that nothing is going to happen at all in the echo show yeah, like if we it's have just both of these characters that are now being announced in another show that's coming out like probably very slightly later within a year, I feel like yeah. not much is going to happen in Echo. So let's. Oh shit! Sorry. Yeah, like see, this is. Out. I'm really skeptical about the Echo series as well as the um, um, Agatha Harkness series. Like, I'm really skeptical what they're going to contribute to the MCU, if anything. Right. Like I'm already hearing theories that Mephisto is finally going to get fucking introduced in the Agatha Harkness series, and he's going to be the, the the Coven of Chaos. Yeah. Um. Whatever. I don't know much about Agatha Harkness, but yeah, I don't know. I'm really hoping that 
Disney isn't biting off more than they can chew and their quality is really going to drop with these shows, which I feel like is it's going up and down with their different shows. Um, you know, also considering like the Star Wars ones and, and whatnot. Um, uh, Jesus. but we got yeah, some stack shit coming though. Like, yeah, we, we do like, so, um, like secret invasions coming spring, 2023, Loken season two, summer, Ironheart fall 2023 and then the agatha show is uh well those ones are all older announcements though like there is there's three others aside from those that were brand new announcements and they're they're pretty interesting titles um if you want like i can just drop them now we can talk about them one by one yeah just talk about them yeah, I've only been able to find like five or six of them. I oh, came God. across a list earlier that had like a list of fifteen or something. I just um, want to point out, I don't know that real quick. But... The Blade movie comes out on November third, twenty twenty three, and November third is my birthday, oh, so I'm shit. expecting a gift. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a couple of landmark <laughs> VIP tickets, perhaps. Ooh, <laughs> would oh, that maybe, maybe suffice? I think that yeah. would be the perfect <laughs> gift idea. Um, oh, here's the slate. Was that cool, what you were reading actually. off? Yeah, that's dope. Oh, yeah, as soon as, yeah. I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, shit, it's a birthday <laughs> gift from Marvel to me. Yeah. Kevin has been listening to the show. <laughs> that's right. <He's... laughs> Thank you, Kevin Flaggy, fan of the show, for releasing what is potentially going to be a very badass movie. On my 35th birthday. Hmm. Fucking A. All right. Giver, what we got? All right. So, second off, uh, it, it was announced that it is Avengers Secret Wars is the trademark title that they went with. Um, oh, right. Next to that is Avengers Kang Dynasty. What? Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I'm almost, although, like, I'm, I'm expecting that to be the Ultron type movie. And I, I'm okay. Like for my theory that I was talking about earlier, I, I was going to say I feel like, like Avengers four villain. I I feel like um the in I don't know why, but I feel like the Secret Wars is what's going to be the Ultron, uh, or even maybe the Civil War of this phase. I don't know why. I just get that vibe. I think mm-hmm. Kang is going to be more so um, uh, Infinity War level. If that is a movie, I'm assuming it is because it has Avengers in front of it. Yeah, I mean, I I would say that like I'm more so thinking of those two movies as a part one and part two, but they're still I think the first oh, yeah. two out of maybe upwards of five Avengers movies that we're gonna get within this like saga. Yeah, uh, and I do still think that Null is going to be the the big thanos level villain at the end of all of this going with like my theory that i was talking about um next up though this one is one that i actually am super excited for uh captain america 4 the new world order yeah yeah that one i'm pretty interested in um i obviously like we don't have nothing about it i'm i'm getting like I'm getting like Hydra slash Hive vibes from that title is just what I'm thinking. So that I think is uh, that title is where I got my theory for the Sentinels from, actually. Oh, Oh, okay. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's that is definitely uh, in that uh, vein for sure. I it think. I mean, it'd be cool if they brought back like Hydra or something like that because they just really didn't do enough with them. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree, and it would but, kind of make sense to do that as well for Hydra to come back in some capacity. Yeah, but for sure, I could totally see them do something with just, you know, just. Uh, like a storyline when there's some kind of elitism and they're they're trying to get rid of powered people or whatever whether it be mutants or something else so i could totally see it being some uh organization um that's maybe big in the comics um relevant to earth i feel like that's where that movie's gonna go to i am definitely looking forward to that one i also just want to see sam wilson's cap I really want to yeah, see that actually like, happen on the big screen. Because we really didn't get enough of it, in my opinion, in they Falcon didn't and the do Winter it. Soldier. Yeah. It was, it was just like it was the definitely... last episode for a speech. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I hope that that was um, maybe... like I hope that they do it justice the way they did WandaVision justice, where it brings it to a different light once you actually like get into it. Right, but I don't. I don't see how they could do it with with that. Wandavision is a much easier sell. How it ties in now, but mm-hmm. yeah. Did we did we get a trailer for Captain America four? No, no, these are I just these so. are just like uh, name like specific trademark names that they have trademarked for future projects. It's just a okay. list of them. Like most Captain of these America are four are literally just the titles. Yeah, Captain America four is May third, twenty twenty four. It's quite a while away. Jeez. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes that is. Yeah, that's um, that. That's after Agatha and Daredevil other. comes out. What is the other one? Oh yeah, the Thunderbolts. Like I had mentioned earlier. Yeah. Okay, so I I kind of want to get into that a little bit. I'm only familiar with um, Black Bolt, and that's where my mind goes when I think of Thunderbolts. I feel like maybe as a kid, I was more familiar with Thunderbolts, but I really don't know much about them. Well, they're kind of like, the Thunderbolts are that team that they've been setting up in the background with uh, with the Captain America guy from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and uh, Oh, U.S. Agent? Yeah, U.S. Agent, and then Russell the, Crow, the woman yeah. approached um, <laughs> Not Russell Crow, his sister, his son, what's her name? Whatever it is. Um, oh, uh, fuck, Pavlova, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't rem- well, I don't know why I can't remember her name right now. Ah, uh, me neither. Um, Sorry, who? Florence uh, Pugh's character? Yeah. Oh, uh, Yelena Belova. Yeah, yeah Belova, That's... not Pavlova. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pavlova. <laughs> and, uh, typically, <laughs> Red Hulk is also supposed to be on that team. That's what I heard, yeah. Well, unfortunately, the actor that technically plays his character passed away, so they're going to be doing something else with him, right? Yeah, I think so, well, but I, I don't Chad know if they like, explicitly died, but... said what they were going to do. Yeah, that's true. Same with Black Panther. Like, We haven't heard if they're putting someone else as a different Black Panther, right. different than T'Challa, or what was his name, T'Challa? T'Challa. T'Challa, that's it. I'm really bad with names, guys. Um, yeah, uh, I didn't. They did they not release a trailer for that yet? Not that I know of. No, just so. just some stills. I think. I no, think they've just they're released. releasing a trailer tonight. 
Oh, oh that's really? what I heard. Yeah, there's one dropping tonight. It hasn't it hasn't dropped yet. Yeah. And and rumor is there are they're introducing Ironheart in the movie as well as Namor the submariner. Right. Um yeah. But anyways, go on. Was there anything else on that list? Um no, those are those are the only ones that's uh that i really knew about every at okay. least for like brand new announcements all the other ones that i uh that like alex was talking about earlier were things that uh we had gotten title cards for um around this time last year probably for the same like comic-con thing yeah uh, oh but shit i i don't know if there, it extends past that what else was announced so I mean, obviously the one that, that i one that alex brought up the daredevil show leaked 10 minutes ago like during filming yeah right. so as of another 10 minutes ago uh ant-man the wasp quantum media trailer is playing scott lang doing a book reading his book look out for the little guy he says at the dinner table that he saved the world and michael douglas is not impressed. Scott's daughter gets dragged into the quantum realm where she meets Bill Murray and Kang. Huh. MODOK huh. is also confirmed as a villain in Quantum Mania, and Whoa. Jonathan Majors says to expect a lot of conquering in Ant Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just texted you guys the poster they dropped at San Diego Comic Con for Quantum Mania, and it does have Jonathan Majors as Kang in the background, like full on his face and everything. Um, and uh, I'm assuming the oh, purple yeah. Ant Man cool. is the mom of uh, oh, Janet, or the wife. I mean, well, of uh, I would Hank that Pym. Would be the daughter then. Wouldn't oh it? yeah, it could be the daughter because they did recast her, right? Uh, Wait, what? Like in in Endgame, yeah. Oh, like Scott's yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Scott's daughter. daughter. No, yeah. they also they also recast her another time. Like, yeah, again. that's that's what I was saying. Yeah, we we spoke about this before, I believe. Um, but yeah, and um, I the list I came across, I like I'm even hesitant to mention like one or two of the things that I saw on that list because I can't find it again. So I'm gonna guess it was just some bullshit. Um, maybe making fun of it, like the way you see leaked credit rolls where they have like fucking Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto show up <laughs> in Deadpool three or whatever. Yeah. Um. But one of the one of the ones that that was there, and why I want to say that maybe the rest of those were definitely bogus, is uh, it was really funny actually. It was and people were like shitting on it because of course they were. But there was a Captain America title that was subtitled uh, "White, Black, and White, Blue, and Black" or something like that. Like it's supposed to be the flag, but then it has okay. like black in it, and and. I, since I can't find it, I'm just going to go ahead and, and think that it is fake because it, I think it's just egging the people that are still having issues with Sam Wilson being Captain America to the point that like even fucking Chris Evans had to tweet out and be like, Sam Wilson is Captain America. Like, stop bugging me, basically, right? Yeah, Because that's, um, that's, that's been getting a lot of flack and the, and the TV show did not help, I don't think. So... Yeah, I'll see if I can find that and see if there's actually any element of truth to it. But so far, on mainstream um, like uh, Marvel Studio spoiler pages, I don't see any mention of that. It's really just the five that you mentioned. Um, 
and then there's also the multiverse saga which is i'm guessing that's what they're just going to call the next like three phases and is not any particular movie or show yeah i mean that's kind of what it sounds like so yeah i think they're just trademarking it so that they can slap it on the name of the box set when they sell it Mm -hmm. uh, eventually when it's all done yeah um but aside from those titles being announced they did update um titles they previously announced um so one of the things that's interesting is the the marvel zombies show is going to be rated mature so it's going to be the first disney plus series to be uh mature that's pretty um so yeah that's interesting and they released like the the character cast and there's some there's some characters are introducing that we haven't seen much of in the MCU as zombies, and then they had, uh, announced characters that they're having as like the actual like cast of it, mm-hmm. and it sounds very different from the What If episode. So I think they're really just taking that idea, and they're gonna probably start from day one kind of thing, um, in a different multiverse. I'm guessing, or just cool. following like different heroes involved in it yeah um and then the other thing i thought that was interesting and this kind of makes me think again of that theory that i had way back ago about how maybe some of the movies or some of the characters we're seeing are not our earth 616 we know you know pre-endgame that maybe we're seeing stuff from other multiverses right now and um no other way to really back this up but you know the i am groot tv show is going to be earth 314 uh not 616 uh groot because i guess the other thing too is like groot is fully grown by now i assume i think didn't the last time we see groot did we see him in thor uh love and thunder yeah he was like 10 seconds and 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 he was big again right i really can't remember he was still he was still still teenager teenager? okay Well, yeah, I guess the I Am Groot is going to be uh, like a 100% like little kids show. Um, it's only like f- uh, five short episodes of like probably 10 minutes long or something like that. But it's Earth 314. So I don't know if that means anything, but, you know, may- just makes me think. Um, and then I guess the other thing that I was reading here was a few what if season two episodes have been uh described more or less of like what we're going to be seeing if you guys are interested yeah um so one of them is we're going to see thor's sister again so it's going to be a a hella story a hela story that i always don't know how to pronounce her name i I think it's hela right they pronounce it hella Hella? they pronounce it hella okay as in your hella cool mythology accurate but that's what they say. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, the next one is going to be Odin versus the Mandarin. Uh, that one, to me, oh. see, sounds pretty interesting. Um, yeah. And then we're going to have Captain Carter meeting the Winter Soldier. Um, so I guess maybe it's going to be continuing the Captain Carter one we saw in Season 1. And uh, we're going to see Tony on Sakaar with Valkyrie and Hulk. <laughs> so those are pretty cool yeah it's especially since um i think was it the planet hulk animated movie where the last face hulk saw when he was being shipped off to sakar 
was um iron man explaining to him like why they're booting him off of earth because he's just too dangerous and a liability or whatever yeah so i wonder if they're important message yeah so i really wonder if they're gonna do some interesting um uh i don't know what's the word dynamic there with it Mm -hmm. Um, i would love to see a, a rematch with an animated hulkbuster suit though Yes. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Actually. <laughs> I second that motion. I I, I would really <laughs> I like to see more of a kid. That's uh, like the animated Iron Man versus Hulk movie. You guys ever saw that? It was awesome. I I remember watching animated. the Hulk versus was it Hulk versus Wolverine? I've seen that yeah, one. I think. That one that. is also really good. I think I prefer yeah. the Wolverine and Hulk one, but the Iron Man one is just like it's it's also just really cool. It's really yeah. Good. I, yeah, maybe I'll have to look it up because I don't think I remember watching it. And then the other thing, too, is assuming, again, Spider-Man freshman year is going to be canon to this MCU, they're bringing Norman Osborn as a character, as Peter's mentor, into yeah. it. So we're finally going to get uh, Osborn introduced. Um, and then I, there, I'm sure there's a bunch of other stuff. There's a lot of like X-Men 97 stuff renewed for a second oh, season. Yeah. Did you guys hear um, that apparently Magneto is going to be the leader of the X-Men in, uh, in the reboot? I don't know if, was it leader of X-Men or just leader on the show? Like, like the leader of the X-Men, like I, leader I don't of think, the X-Men. Uh, I think he's taking the place of Charles Xavier to some capacity. Interesting. But, but, but why? I don't know. Because now I'm wondering, I thought this was a continuation of the series. But right? like that like, show as well, it wasn't like, it wasn't really meant to be watched in like a linear fashion. It just went all over the place. Like it would have storylines that didn't belong nearly at that point that they were uh, for like a, a broad story. If you're looking at it from like the first, the last yeah. season. Is not a. It's not really a storyline. Like a lot yeah, of. Well, I feel happen. like a lot of the animated series do that, though, with Marvel. But yeah, I, I get your this point. This one's like particularly bad, though. Like they they oh, do really? like multiple year skips in terms of uh, like timelined out events, uh, with no explanation to it, and then the next season they'll circle back to the build up leading to that event. It, it's weird. It, it's it's almost as if they just like. They had every episode before they decided to release the show, and they just, like, picked a bunch of them at random and went by, like, this three-episode saga will go first, followed by throw a dart at a board, this one. <laughs> like, it's, it's what the show feels like. So I don't think that we can really... I think that they what they have to do is they have to explain at that point why Magneto is now in charge, because there isn't a... There isn't like a way to watch this show and have it make sense. Um, uh, what's the word like? Um, you can't you can't watch this show and have it like progressively begin to build a storyline because it's just not what it is. It's almost as if right. every event is kind of a just another thing that happened to. So like kind of like an anthology, but it's following the same characters but just different setting kind of thing just like yeah, mixing almost. and mashing stories okay in, in yeah because i yeah like I've it is definitely... meant to be like cohesive in in a story yeah. or at least it seemingly is but it just isn't and it's yeah because i've definitely seen this show but i really 
I really don't remember much of it. So then if they're announcing something like Magneto being the leader of the X-Men, is this just a one-off story thing again, or are they actually doing like a whole season arc? I have no idea. I mean, Sorry. either way, I don't, I'm not upset about it. Like, I think it's kind of cool. They just have to do some kind of explaining. Did I miss the part where this is a what-if scenario? uh i guess like we all missed that part is kind of what i know like what do you sorry i my brain is going fuzzy on me what brought about this topic of magneto taking no no this is oh it's just it's just one of the new announcements of the x-men 97 show yeah oh shit yeah yeah it's not a what if because i think what if has to only introduce something that's already happened in the mcu just change it right sorry my my brain missed that no that's that's like yeah that's fair Oh shit. so then what happened to Xavier? I don't yeah, know. I that's, mean that's like what's that's gonna be said, interesting. If we're led to believe that Xavier from that show has been the same one as uh the one from eight three eight, like who knows? Maybe yeah. maybe it is connected maybe in a different way. Oh shit. Well, we have just over a year to find out. It's fall twenty twenty three that it's airing, so yeah. yikes. I'm looking forward to it, but I, I don't know if I'll do watch parties for that show, to be honest. I feel like it's just one no, of those yeah, like, mindless it, cartoons that I'm just going to put on okay, high as fuck. I kind of, I, I'm kind of seeing that, okay, <laughs> all these shows announced are just Marvel alone, and they're just spitting them out. It, we still got <laughs> Star Wars stuff coming out. We still are going to get other things aside from those coming out and we're just going to be so packed full of watch parties that we're probably just going to have to prioritize like one show at a time or something or every few episodes we'll do a watch party for something i mean obviously you're the one that that does them so uh but yeah you're you're right like even here in august coming up um i was looking at my calendar on the last stream that i did a watch party for miss marvel when i watched episode six and the, the timeline for August into October is, like, filled up between both um, Andor, Marvel. the Star Wars show, releasing, oh, yeah. and She-Hulk releasing a couple weeks later. Uh, so, I think it was, whichever one comes out first ends at, like, the end of September, and the other one that's slated to come out on, I think, the 30th of August uh, brings us to, like, early october so there's gonna be an overlap for like almost a full month where we're getting episodes releasing on the same day uh yeah only potential is that the whichever one is releasing first is a staggered launch i'm pretty sure it's i'm pretty sure the first whichever show comes out of those two first comes out on a friday for their first episode or two and then it goes back to regular wednesday release um, but I'm pretty sure I, when I was looking at it, one of them was slated as a Friday release early in the month. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean, if 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 there's like you know an episode back to back of two different shows that we both want to watch, we might as well do a watch party for them. Um, yeah, I mean that's what Alex yeah. and I were doing with Kenobi and Miss Marvel. For yeah, the that's right. There. Yeah, so. I should be able to 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 make maybe not more of them now because my schedule is going to be all over the place, but I I should be able to s- start making them again. Um, 
yeah. Okay, um, one other thing, not an announcement that happened, but a rumor. Um, and I really wonder if this is just a rage bait rumor because it just sounds to me ridiculous, but I want your guys' opinion on it, okay. is that I heard a rumor that the Marvel's movie is going to be a musical. I have also heard that rumor. What? Like, yeah, the Marvel's movie is a musical. What? Um... But why? Yeah. It's know. part of the creativity of the phase, I guess. If true. If true. Um, I'm I'm just kind of wondering is... I don't know if I'm just looking too much into it. Totally put me in my place if I am. But you already have complaints that there's like no good leading female uh, characters in uh, the MCU. And then you throw three of them together to share a movie, you know, now where like basically like none of the guys have to share a movie with other guys. A lot of them get their own standalone movie where it's just like them as the main character. And then now you're doing it as like a musical. I just feel it's it's a is it like a little bit feminizing at all? Or I feel like I'm on one hand, I'm looking too far into it. On the other hand, I feel like that's how it's going to come across. I, I agree, like, completely. I, I think that it entirely depends on how this movie is received. I feel like if it yeah. ends up being, like, a decently well-written movie, it's um, and it, the characters, you know, aren't just weird compared to what they should be given a complete yeah. switch of a genre, I think uh, if people end up liking it, then it won't be an issue. But if people end up disliking it, then it'll be a big problem. Yeah, I mean, it's such a tonal shift. Like, I feel like what they did with Thor, they're just looking to do it faster. They're not going to wait a second movie mm -hmm. for people to be like, do we like Captain Marvel? They're trying to throw all hands on deck and be like, okay, this is a character that's really big and important and is basically like the strongest, uh, single strongest MCU character we have right now let's try to make her stick around and find a way for people to love her and want to see her. But then on the other hand, say this movie is a huge hit. Is it then going to be because it was a musical or in spite of being a musical? And then again, in the future when she's in Avengers and stuff like that, is she, are they going to bring the musical stuff back? And right. you know what? On one hand, I can see, wow, yeah, they're really going with the creativity of the phase, and this could be something really interesting because, personally, I do like the occasional musical. Um, like, I grew up with West Side Story being something I watched young as a kid, and I've gone to see plays, um, and I loved musicals. I don't so much watch much them much now, Um but, you know, it's definitely something that could interest me. Um, but I think about that one scene in Doctor Strange where they're fighting with, like, musical notes, and that's all I can think about when I <laughs> heard that rumor. And I'm like, that, at least with us, I don't think that was really well received because we were just kind of like... No, no we, we shit on that scene a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we were, like, confuzzled by it, <laughs> like just a little bit weird like you could oh, you could conjure up whatever the fuck you want to fight but musical notes is That's like funny. what you yeah. i like that you brought that up 
but yeah, uh, but I, so I I'm agree. like I also just don't think that any of those three characters really fit that tonal shift. Like if any of the three of them would, it would be Kamala. But yeah, we've already yeah, seen that's the only one I could specific see specific artistic flair uh, yeah. really be imagined in a very different way. <clears throat> and it wasn't even remotely musical like it was it was graphical. And I think that we lose an aspect of the character if we don't have that be a part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, so... Oh my god. I could (laughs) see there being a daydreamed musical number. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They could definitely tone it down a little. there's no way they're turning the Marvels into a full-blown musical. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it seems like turn too something risky into a musical. That's to be honest. well, right? But that's 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 television episode shit. Yeah, that's not movie shit, right? Especially MCU. That's not MCU shit. Mm-hmm. But I can see like if Kamala's daydreaming, and it's her and fucking Captain Marvel and Photon or whatever we're calling her, um, in some sort of musical like like a like a like a solid like seven minute fucking whatever yeah. scene like a les Rob. i can't fucking say it for some reason uh <laughs> le, le, les Miz, let's let's call it le, right les Miz, yeah les, les Miz, yeah yeah um like i can that. i can see that if they want to take that tone but there's no way they're yeah. turning it into a full musical i mean no as way. far as i'm concerned there should not be a musical in the mcu if it's not deadpool 3 Fair. Yeah, yeah, right. I um, I feel like that is a something that they can definitely do to add a little bit more just to the overall movie, um. But it would actually make sense for the character. No, I get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I like speaking of which, um, Deadpool three will be in the MCU, right? Mm-hmm. Do we know anything more about that? Was that one of the um, announcements at all? I don't think only, so, right? The only other thing that we know is that it's um, definitely, undoubtedly getting an R rating. Yeah, I am glad. Please keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. Aside from that, that's all we really know. Um, a lot of speculation as to uh, them like throwing in a bunch of other characters now that it is MCU stuff, but obviously no confirmation. No trailers, uh, no leaks of any kind, really, that I know of. It's very hush-hush on that one still. Apparently that Daredevil Born Again is getting 18 episodes. Damn! (laughs) Like, a season? That's what it it seems like, yeah. That's pretty cool. Wait, sorry, say say that again? The Daredevil Born Again series I talked about earlier with Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio is getting 18 episodes, spring 2024. 18 episodes. That's yeah. Well, that yeah, doesn't... So like the, Marvel, the Marvel Phase 5 lineup as it stands right now is Ant-Man the Wasp, uh, February 2023, Secret Invasion, spring 2023, Guardians Volume 3, uh, May 2023, Echo yeah. Summer... The Marvels is July, so still kind of summer. Loki just says so, summer. I don't know when that is. So Guardians is coming out between Black Panther, or sorry, uh, Ant-Man and uh, the Marvels. Okay. Are we also getting a Guardians Christmas special this year? Yeah, we're supposed to be getting yeah. that this but Christmas. It's not like canon, I don't think. 
or I'm pretty sure they've already said that. Um, yeah, it's like a 40 minute like special or something, isn't it? Something like that. They're filming maybe it like, like multiple all... episodes or something. Yeah, I. Is I'm down. Whatever it is, them doing yeah. a Christmas, them doing a Christmas special. Is this basically like we couldn't give you another Star Wars Christmas special, so we're trying this? Maybe. Honestly, it could be. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Huh. Whatever it is, I'm, I'm all okay. About it. But 18 episodes for Daredevil. You know, on one hand, I'm like, okay, this might be a show that they're actually going to do justice because it's more than just a six episode crap arc but 18 episodes makes me think cw show like that's <laughs> that's just a lot and uh, i really hope they do it just the the first two seasons of daredevil justice or was mm-hmm. it the first three seasons was it four seasons total i think it was three seasons total right i thought it was three total on netflix yeah um or well now on disney Plus. the third season i think was when they introduced the punisher and while there were parts of it that were good it just felt too divided of a story um like yeah so i think the first two seasons of daredevil were definitely like golden like they were really good from what i remember um and if they can continue that across 18 episodes i'd fucking love that yes please and now i'm questioning is there anything announced about the other defenders like i doubt the guy who played iron fist is coming back because people really shout on him (laughs) yeah um jessica jones i don't think is a very interesting character at all i had to like force myself to watch the show for her character i think the other characters and the whole conspiracy that was going on was much better um and not to mention they already introduced u.s agent um yeah, that was his character, right? Like, technically in the comics, that William Simpson guy is U.S. agent, isn't he? I don't know. I never watched Jessica Jones. Oh, you never watched it? Oh, no. okay. The only one um, of those shows that I've even seen is the first season of Luke Cage. And I watched, like, what two the fuck? or three episodes into the second one, and it was terrible. Uh, so I saw you have it. not... You have not seen Daredevil? No, I've I've seen the first two episodes. Whoa. Okay. I think well, US Agent's always been John Walker. John Walker? Oh, no, I I yeah, maybe not maybe comics-wise William Simpson or whatever his name was isn't, but that was like the the rumor or like where they were going with that character in Jessica Jones was that he was supposed to be US Agent. Or who was the Maybe not U.S. Agent. Maybe there's like a different one that's like slightly similar in name or something like that, where he has to like pop pills and then he becomes like super soldier and just really ragey all the time. Um, I think that character, I I really can't remember, but they were definitely setting him up to be some like Marvel like villain or anti-hero street level thug kind of guy. but anyways, the Jessica Jones show was pretty good. Like David Tennant being the Purple Man, um, uh, like definitely was a really interesting villain. Um, and that season was good. It was the second season where they ended it with her best friend being a villain, and I think she was supposed to be whatever Marvel's version of Cheetah is. Is it Prowler? No, not Prowler. That's That's Spider-Man. Who's another one? Like Black Cat. No. Is that the Spider-Man one again? Black Cat? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Felicia Hardy. I'm not sure. It sounds like it's either Spider-Man or 
No, that's not Batman. It's not Black Cat either. It's some other like cat or panther type hero or I mean villain that they were trying to make her into and they did in like the second season or third season of Jessica Jones. I really can't remember how far that show went because I just stopped watching after David Tennant left. Oh, you mean um, her friend who gets the who gives herself the powers, you mean? Yeah, that friend. Oh, who right. Is, um, who is she supposed to be set up one as? Sec. Um, anyways, yeah, Luke Cage. Trish Walker. Trish she's, Walker. Uh, oh, fuck me. One second. She's, uh, Hellcat. Hellcat. That's it. Thank you. Oh, I don't know um, name. And Whereas I heard it was Will really Simpson stupid. Was, uh, supposed to be Sarge. That's his. Sarge. Okay, that's that, it. Yeah. That's Is that the guy with the flat top haircut? Probably. No, that's Tombstone. I think that's Tombstone I'm thinking of. Another Spider-Man villain, I think. I am stuck with Spider-Man in my head, apparently. Um, and, uh, yeah, Iron Fist just wasn't great. I'm pretty sure that one was, like, quote-unquote development hell, where they really didn't cast him till day one of filming, basically, and he had, like, no choreography training, and everything was, like, on-the-spot choreography. And Danny Rand's actor whatever his name was from game of thrones what was um like really not happy and he like shat on the production crew i think after the show released and it got really bad reviews and everything um so i i don't think he's coming back and mike coulter as luke cage i don't know what he's up to now the last thing i saw him in was like a um uh what is his name david pena movie on uh netflix his name David uh, Pena? I don't know. The the guy in Ant Man. Michael Pena. Michael Pena, that's it. Yeah, the guy in Ant Man who who summarizes the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I don't know if he's up to anything, so I feel like if they're bringing Luke Cage back, that'd be cool. Um but I also feel like the that crew the Defenders is also pretty prominent in the animated like Spider-Man series, at least the XD one that had like Drake Bell, I think, as Spider-Man. Um, so I could see them bringing them back as like in that vein, and maybe they could recast. But if they're bringing back Charlie Cox, because he was pretty much the main reason you stuck around to watch the Defenders and why you watched all the other <laughs> characters and whatever, right. but. I'm interested to hear if they're ever going to do anything with them or just at the very least like reference them and make them canon in the MCU. I kind of think that they have to, at least with 18 episodes, they can't just like ignore that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel, I feel like hopefully 18 episodes is the right format for this type of show. I could definitely uh, see them going like a, uh, more of a deep like detective story route for him or something uh, and that's like the reason that the show will be a little longer but i think you're right i think without introducing some small aspect of the previous daredevil show and or defenders i don't think they'll have necessarily enough to to fill 18 episodes so yeah, i do so... hope so or maybe even at least like some some something to do with spider-man or oh maybe vanessa's another, coming like, back to level hero within new york area 
Like, it's so- something else. Vanessa, um, from the Daredevil TV series, she's coming back as her character, the actress, the one that Kingpin was in love with and sent away when he oh. went to prison at the end of, like, the first season. Yeah. That Vanessa. She's coming back. Um, okay, so one thing I do want to know is years ago, probably around, like, Infinity War time, they were talking about bringing Squirrel Girl into the MCU? Is there, like, anything going on with <laughs> oh, that? What? Like, I hope not. Yeah, it was supposed <laughs> to be, like, Melissa Vaintrov, the AT&T commercial chick. What? Yeah. That sounds like a fan casting to me. Excuse me. No, like I, I feel like the he- the rumors were just way too heavy at the time, and supposedly she was supposed to be introduced in like one of the recent Spider-Man movies. I think she was supposed to be in in uh, in No Way Home or something like that, as like a character at the end of the movie. Last I heard, I genuinely um, hope that they don't do that. Well, like the thing I heard is that like in the comics, she's apparently like really fucking powerful yeah, and she's like she's got some girl, tricks girl. up her sleeve she's literally that, a like, gag character dude she all she does is beat the shit out of everybody because she does that is their explanation for things yeah she's, oh yeah that's it that's it joke. is that she's never lost a fight with a villain or something like that right yeah, like she always she just, beats them she, i think yeah in one <laughs> arc they literally drew her lifting the writer's pencil off the paper yeah <laughs> like stopping the story or some dumb shit like that like she is probably the worst marvel character in my opinion that's really funny okay uh here's an idea they can bring her into deadpool 3 because that would just be like fourth wall break <laughs> i think it would be a really funny character just like domino with her being lucky i feel like that would work really well with ryan reynolds deadpool like oh, just right. bring in so squirrel just so deadpool girl could be like what the fuck it's yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Or like she could Fuck just basically me. be Cap- Captain Marvel where she comes in for like one scene it battling Null and like just wins the day or something like that or like helps turn Squirrel the tide Girl. of the battle. That would be the Squirrel most Girl disappointing pos- garbage ever. Yeah. <laughs> she possesses superhuman strength, speed, agility, and reflexes. Superhuman yeah. jaw strength, superhuman leaping. She can climb anything. The tail. What does the tail do? Whips. Can whip people, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> night vision, enhanced peripheral vision. She's got knuckle spikes. Whoa! Like can communicate with squirrels. Obviously, regenerative yeah. healing factor. Huh. She's also a computer science expert. Uh, oh my god okay get this and there has, were has awareness because she's breaking the fourth wall a whole bunch right yeah. there were there are babies cosplaying as baby Groot at san diego comic-con not a surprise that's fucking they're calling it how cos many, babies that's fucking wild. how many grogu's are there <laughs> yeah yeah oh man yeah i wonder <laughs> i have no fucking idea i didn't even know that fucking was a thing squirrel girl cause babies Hmm. Fucking Squirrel Girl. I don't. I mean, I would need to check it out. I would have to watch it at least once to figure out what this is. Or what? Oh, I would hate on it from the beginning. Yeah. If I was proven wrong, then so be it. 
they're definitely not gonna they're not gonna set her up in her own movie i know that for a fact like she's just not a well-known character or anything i've seen her in one animated show and that was the spider-man one and yeah but it but i she mean she's part of 616 yeah yeah, yeah. so I mean, like hey, if they it'd be like interesting to duck her character in this saga then like that's fine i guess yeah oh dude what if I they want to see her what if she was the seventh seed on the Illuminati or whatever oh that was missing God. there? Oh God, don't even. <laughs> and she just comes back and just like, what the fuck happened here? I guess she I got to roll my, a, up my sleeves. With, with a giant acorn? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Oh, man. The fuck? Fucking squirrel girl. Okay, so, and then... Um, just an aside, because this doesn't reflect on the MCU at all, I'm guessing, is the Madame Web movie is currently filming, and it's actually got... That's a Sony Spider-Man Yeah, that's a Sony, so it's... Oh, shit, they just dropped the Wakanda Forever trailer. Oh, my God. Should we, like, pause and live watch that right now, and then have something to talk about? the, The thing is, is we run the risk, if I pause this, of this fucking up somehow, I don't want it to fuck up. Well, we wouldn't have to well, pause could, it. We could just cut out the. Yeah, the we could. Could like, you just, we'll just start at the same time? Cut it in post. Maybe if that's easy. Or we just well, silently I mean, like, watch and live react. Didn't last time this happened? Didn't someone get disconnected and a whole bunch? Of... I think that was a Wi-Fi well, issue. Just, just it was open a connectivity a issue. Like as long as you don't use the ZenCaster tab to open YouTube, then we should be. Oh cool. yeah, no, no. I'm I'm already on a different tab. That's how I know it dropped. Yeah part of the yeah the... we should be good as long as we don't pause it we'll just cut out the silence until we're all done the like yeah two 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 minute 24 second trailer okay i'm back <laughs> okay alex is yeah. uh more or less in the same boat as you so he's just finishing it now too oh no no i'm done oh, I'm, okay i'm done no, what um, happened to me is I was clicking on it from the website that was that kept updating, but the website kept updating in the background and cutting me off every like thirty seconds. So I got I had to go to actual YouTube to, Ooh, to watch. Oh, it. they announced uh, more movies, or I don't know, November second, twenty twenty four, Fantastic Four, um, May second, twenty twenty five, Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. And then Secret Wars is November seventh, twenty twenty five. Mm. A year later. Okay. Oh wait, no, that's same year, twenty twenty five. Wow, two Avengers movies like five months apart. They must be apart. part one and two then. Yeah. Yeah, they must be Kang Dynasty before Secret Wars. That's interesting. Okay. I mean, it kind of. I thought makes it would have been the I other guess, way around. I guess that disproves my theory right now. Then. A little, may, I mean, I'm sure elements of your theory could still be true. Um, and then there's. There's like nothing slated in between Fantastic Four and those two Avengers movies. It's like a pretty empty slate around that time. That's so cool, I'm sure though. there's there's more the projects to be a, probably going to be sequels to certain movies. Uh, I'm sure. Um, okay, so if you guys want to know what happened to me when I was watching it, I must have clicked. The first one I clicked was just some guy fucking talking about the trailer, and I was <sighs> like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I don't know how you're already doing this i guess it's over a live stream and then the second one i was watching it and they fucking had like victor von doom in it and i was like no they're not introducing him so i was like 
No, I know. I I'm saying I watched the wrong thing. It was like a fan edit. <laughs> oh, okay. Somebody was like somebody was like editing him in. I don't know what from. Oh. Maybe the fan four stick movie. I really can't remember what he looked like in that. But and then I finally like just went to Reddit and it was like already stickied at the top. And so I watched it and yeah. So I want to say it actually looks really fucking good. Like I I think you guys were bigger fans of the of the black panther movie than i was even though i liked it um it was definitely very good um but i think this one looks really interesting and i'm really curious about it yeah i mean i like that it seems like the um the mother is taking on the mantle of at least the at least the leader i i'm not so sure of wakanda uh, so sure that she's going angela to bassett be is the black panther is way too old to be the black. No, it's Mbaku. I'm pretty sure it's Mbaku. The, but then the again, like I the... paused it at the end of the trailer there when you actually Where the see gold the claws suit. come out. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very that's feminine. Killmonger's suit. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, it's no, similar to Killmonger. It's suit. similar. It's it's gold. I think it's to symbolize the death of like everyone who held the mantle before them. So I think it's a mishmash of hmm. different ones. But it was definitely a female body. Now I'm wondering, is it Okoye? Or, what's her name? Nakia? Oh, the His the love interest girlfriend? or whatever? Yeah. yeah, the girlfriend. Um, I wonder if this is going to be a major part of the reveal of the movie of who takes up the mantle. I really wonder if the beginning of the movie we're going to see all this Namor stuff happen. And then eventually we're going to get to like um disagreements or different people trying different things to fight back and then eventually someone's gonna be given the right of the black panther or something right like now, that and now i'm curious go ahead man uh based on the trailer i'm almost thinking that we're gonna see a proper send-off for chadwick boseman in the form of namor killing his character i was just about to ask that's where i was going i'm like how are they gonna oh. handle his death yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I that's it, right. He didn't die in Endgame. I I just like he really came feels back. like that. Like the music and the ambiance of the whole trailer really give me that vibe. Like they they want to portray Namor as this uh, seemingly like um uh what what's the word when you like you describe yourself that way like you um like uh, you assign yourself the title of like uh, self-appointed yeah he, he seems to be at least from what they showed us a self-appointed god amongst his people in a way he's a lot of like the times where we saw him there he's in very religious-esque poses he's uh you know a lot of low angle shots putting him above everything else and i right. think it would make a lot of sense if that were to be the storyline and i also think that it's um I also think they would probably do some kind of send off for him. I feel like there's there there's got to be something. Well, right. And I'm wondering if parts of that that moment huh. there, like like the first minute there, where they um, they show like the, the the tribal dancing with everybody dressed in white. Mm-hmm. That was I'm wondering if, if yeah. I'm wondering yeah. if that's the funeral. Yeah, I definitely think so. I, I think it's definitely got to open with it. Yeah, um, I, I guess... agree. I think that it'll be the first, like, I think it'll oh. be, like, the gore scene in Thor, 
where it's like quick, maybe 10, 15 oh. minutes, we see T'Challa die. And then we move on into the rest of the movie where they have the funeral. They uh, have the new queen obviously take up the position yeah. and then endlessly debate about who is going to hold the mantle of Black Panther until Namor, the catalyst, comes to begin the plot. So uh, do you think they're going to have Chadwick Boseman's, like, he appeared in one shot. Is that a shot from a different movie or a deleted scene or something they got from a previous filming? Uh, I'm um, just assuming or... that they're probably just going to deep fake, to be honest. Yeah, okay, that's what I was going to say. They're they're going to give him the Arnold Schwarzenegger or um, who was the guy in the uh, Fast and the Furious that passed away? Um, Paul Walker. Paul Walker, Paul Walker yeah. treatment. Yeah, so, um, and then, so yeah, they, they must definitely be showing, and I feel like they're definitely going to make it really, like, gut-wrenching how he passes. Like, they want to give him a really good send-off, oh, right? yeah. He's going to so definitely too. die in, like, the glory of some battle, saving a lot of people or something. Now, yeah. the the vibes I get from some of those scenes in the trailer, what do you guys make of that helicopter pad in the middle of the ocean there where they lift the great... And it, I, I can't tell if the same, I think it was, but it could be a cop-out, if the same lab they showed Shuri in kind of looked like it was, like, underwater and whatever, but it also had soldiers in the next scene, like, you know, capturing people and whatnot. So right. I think that the soldiers must be capturing, like, a outpost of, like, this... Marvel, this is like Atlanteans technically, or is this another thing? Yeah, I mean, kind of. I don't know if they go by. But that I mean, like name, officially, like... are they Atlanteans? I don't know anything I don't about Namor. So. I don't. Think okay. I don't think they're officially like. I don't think they they live in Atlantis. I'm not a hundred percent certain though. I don't know much about the yeah. character. Okay. Um. Because yeah, I, I want to say that it maybe they're they're doing studies and maybe the way they have black panther come back because all of the flowers were burnt is that whatever the atlanteans have is going to be similar to that root or something like that like hmm. it, or they're they have like a research base or i don't know oh, yeah. i kind of well, feel like there's something chamber. secret chamber secret chamber i'm going with that i'm going from yeah the last episode we talked about the secret chamber yeah that yeah or that's always a secret chamber um, to answer your question, though, Namor, the Submariner, is the current ruler of Atlantis, born as a mutant hybrid son of a human father and an Atlantean princess. Okay. Sound familiar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely uh, Aquaman vibes there. I was going to say, this movie gave me Avatar vibes. Like, like, um, like the one with the sequel coming out this Christmas or whatever. Um. I, yeah, I just got like it. It, it was just the like the the water thing, the whole tribal, uh, uh, what's it called? Like vibe that uh, the Atlanteans had and whatnot. It just gave me Avatar vibes, especially with the blue guys climbing the <laughs> the wall at the end there. I could totally see them sticking really heavily to the themes of the first Black Panther movie in that same sense, though. We're having like the two. Two people experiencing the same oppression with opposing beliefs on how to go about dealing with it. Mm -hmm. um, in the sense that I, I think, like, uh, we'll probably see a lot of that happening too. I guess they are Atlanteans. Um, maybe in the form of, like, the, I don't know, so something to do with the government and, like, maybe 
the, Discovering the waters them, are probably. becoming a, a place that they're no longer able to live in, or um, the vibranium is like poisoning the fish or something, so they have no choice <laughs> but to move into the land. I don't know. I could see something I, like that being the case, though, well, where, where it is more of a struggle against something yeah. bigger than both of these two things. Oh, 100%. It's going to be a Batman v Superman situation, I think, where you're going to think that it's just the combat between the two tribes, and then they're going to come together and, in reality, come against the common threat. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. That earthquake, they say, off the African plate, I wonder if that either has to do with the demise of uh, the Black Panther or to do with the whole reason they started investigating uh, Namor and um, and in reality it's actually an earthquake caused by some Leviathan or some other Marvel villain or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's one of those two things that those earthquakes are, are starting. And I think those soldiers are probably like, americans or whatever the uh new world order thing that's going on like maybe it's dod and they're swooping in to investigate um these things so like it maybe start coming together like um marvel just tweeted welcome to the multiverse saga at the same time of dropping the uh the movie trailer here so i wonder if maybe something here is starting to put things together a little bit earlier than i thought versus this guy Qua- has so quantumania well i mean namor like being a mutant yeah. and all like i'm sure they had to do something. yeah they had to make him cooler and different than ant uh, aquaman but also not just like an inhuman or mutants in and of itself well amphibious physiological adaptation so water stuff yeah Superhuman strength, speed, stamina, agility, reflexes, durability, aquatic healing, so he can heal when he's in the fucking water, radiation absorption, extended longevity, because, you know, he's fucking Atlantean, underwater breathing, of course, aquatic telepathy, electrolocation, augmented vision, super hearing, flight, atmokinesis, hydrokinesis, like, when he, well, when he's got the trident. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Damn, okay. <laughs> right, can manipulate water and weather. Like, what the fuck? Hmm. And he's an expert combatant. Of course. According to his comic. <laughs> right, according to his comic. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, that's ridiculous cool trailer though i mean that's that's kind of sick that it just dropped in the middle of us yeah. recording we could just like I, stop for a second and yeah oh hell right yeah now I, gotta, and, fresh. I gotta find the find the spot proper and make sure i cut it in the right spot yeah, it was like and i was one, it was like an hour 40 roughly oh yeah i'll find yeah. it'll be the it'll be the big blank yeah big blank lines yeah. <laughs> i was really i was really unsure about this black panther movie because of the whole chadwick boseman situation but now i'm actually really looking forward to the movie like yeah, i too. didn't know what to think and i was like okay hey, this is one that'll probably kind of sleep on like captain marvel and i'll wait for ant-man and that's going to be the next thing so i'm glad i at least have one marvel thing to look forward to at the end of this year or close to it because I don't know again if I'm really captivated by She Hulk and Echo. Is that the next one after She Hulk? 
or what is i don't even know i don't know i I think there's after she hulk i think there's two disney uh series that are supposed to come out if i'm not mistaken but i I could be wrong but or i think secret invasion is that the series that's supposed to come out as well actually i don't know yeah you might be right that that, i think that one is pretty close here like in next year sometime but maybe next summer yeah okay so interesting um also i just saw um footage of like a five second clip they showed people at comic con with um guardians of the galaxy volume three and the only thing that really caught my attention in that clip was it looks like they're getting into rocket's origin story they showed us yeah they showed a scene where a guy reaches into a cage to grab a baby raccoon and I'm like, aw, because I've always been fucking curious. Like, I'm, I've been playing this um, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy developed by Eidos Montreal, which is a great fucking game, by the way. Do not sleep on it. The combat could be better, but it's good for what it is because the story and the characters are just so captivating for me. Right. Um, and they touch on it a little bit. They tell you that he was from half world or whatever i think it's called and he was a Cree um experiments that was meant to just go to the front lines and be basically be a suicide bomber um but he developed intelligence because of their experiments and he, he's basically like an expert at breaking out of um uh jails and whatnot um so i, I i've always been curious about rockets backstory and i'd like to see a little bit more of that and it really sounds like in the next guardians movie because um drax is rumored to not make it uh in the movie um and uh, gamora is up in the air if she's coming back or not i'm assuming they're keeping that under wraps i haven't heard any rumors about it um and then yeah, I don't know. So it seems like they're they're going through a lot of the backstories of these characters. So I'm kind of interested. I've seen a lot of photos of Zoe Saldana in Gamora makeup, like from her Twitter and or oh really? Yeah, well, totally. Over she's going to be in it because there was a reason why they kept her around in Endgame and left it, you know, open to interpretation at the end there. Right. Um. So she's definitely going to be involved, but I just wonder if she's going to make it, you know, because she is from a different timeline. She technically is whatever Loki was again. What was it? A variant. Uh, a variant, right? Well, n- not necessarily. She was not part, not from a different universe, but from a different time. Yeah, and doesn't that make her like a variant who just jumped to another time? Basically, what Loki was doing in his oh, uh, escapades. Sorry, my, my brain. Is that right? Yeah, well, I think I think she's this a variant. In the previous episode and come to the conclusion that variants are a timeline thing, and the multiverse uh, is like those. The other versions of characters in the multiverse are not variants because they're their own unique characters part of they're in their own unique setting right okay okay but this is this is different because it's 
No, I well, guess yeah. She she's not a variant. variant. She is a variant. She's because yeah, she's a variant. Same time uh, timeline. Because yeah, she was... came from the same timeline. Yeah. Yeah, multiverse is different timeline. Their own unique setting. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I get you. I get you. So yeah, so I'm I'm curious. That's got to have something to do with it. And if we all know the fate of the variants and what happens to them, um, but I guess now that Kang is gone. So now again, we're back at the question. Or not Kang, but he who remains is gone. Um, right. We're back well, at the was question. Also supposed to happen though, like she, that variant of her was always supposed to be there, just like in Endgame, they were always. Supposed so she's to use technically time. not a variant. She is, but she it doesn't. It I... doesn't require pruning because it's part of the sacred timeline. Y'all keep going. I gotta grab something real quick. So, like, yeah, for that's, example, that's right. um, Steve Rogers going back in time and staying with Peggy. He didn't get pruned because it didn't break the uh, the timeline. This was how the this Kang's timeline was always meant to be. It was always meant to hold these events within it. And same goes yeah, with okay. like, Miss Marvel's trip back because in time it, to partition. Like there, because there are very it's few what instances, leads. but those are a couple. Yeah, so the sacred timeline again is is what happens to give he who remains the last remaining Kang, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what makes it sacred, and it happens to just be Earth 616 that he's from, just from, like, a thousand years in the future or something. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it, we probably won't have any kind of settle to the debate about whether or not the universe, the multiverse began at the fragmentation of it, or if it was always there and just came into existence, uh, or this universe, 616, joined the multiverse. It's. Yeah. I feel like we'll learn about that probably either in the Secret Wars or Kang Dynasty Avengers movies, um, but I'm pretty sure that we haven't really even circled back to that at all yet, and maybe even Ant Man to be honest. Hmm. Man, this is interesting how things are gonna play out. <clears throat> like, I I feel every time they announce something different, um, it's giving us whole new theories and and yeah. like i'm fucking at a loss for words like i really just want to get to something tangible and start seeing the bigger picture you know mm-hmm. i mean because at this point of it like uh um was it was it you or was it alex i was saying that uh ant-man is officially confirmed to be in phase five like maybe 20 minutes ago that was me yeah uh so uh, when Alex was saying that, like, I, I feel like you're right. I feel like after Black Panther, like we were talking about much earlier, we're really going to start yeah. to see Phase 5 just deep dive into a bunch of, uh, like, yeah. crossover type things, bigger events, bigger, like, more impactful things. I wonder if... So, remember in Endgame when they were trying to find Thanos by scanning his energy signatures of the uh oh, fuck. well the action that he did to cause it what was yeah it? Like, Flicking? Well, they were looking for like energy readings to match that of the infinity stones um because they when they measured when he snapped they then found the same readings when he tried to destroy or when he did destroy yeah, the, the, stones. the snap yeah that's what yeah. i was trying to say yeah, so I wonder if any of that is going to have some kind of, like, obviously the snap having people disappear 
is huge, but the snap itself giving off energy, I wonder if that does anything for the MCU, you know? Right. Like, I wonder if that is going to tie in somehow. Like, I wonder, like, what, what I'm getting at here is I wonder if Black Panther being the last thing of Phase 4, if this is going to reveal some big thing and make you want to be like, fuck, we're going to find out in Ant-Man, I hope. So, yeah, like, I wonder if there's there's going to be something about those earthquakes or some, uh, like, almost deviance-type thing being created. I don't know. And we're going to get some kaiju fucking Pacific Rim-style stuff with <laughs> with Namor and the Atlanteans, and, and it's all caused by Infinity War. Or, fuck, we still have to find out the ramifications of Eternals and having the Celestial coming yeah. out of the fucking ocean. Maybe that has something to do with Black Panther because that's their fucking territory, right? That's the ocean. I hope we address that sometime soon. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, I still have a theory that there's some things in different timelines that maybe they're not doing what they did with the first three phases where everything is real timeline until we had the five-year jump from the snapping or whatever and that we're starting to see things either in different timelines or different multiverses and like fuck i like i'm sure i'm probably just you know jumping to conclusions about that and it probably won't be true at all and it is just straightforward as it is but i kind of still feel like there's something going on with that right so i mean i feel like it would be a good explanation for a lot of things but i also feel like their lack of telling us that this is even a possibility is just it feels like it would cause too much confusion in the long run, especially now that we've gone through a full phase with zero mention of such things. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like it would fix a lot of the seemingly continuity issues and plot holes from this phase, but I also feel like it creates just as many as it potentially fixes if the end of next phase finally discloses to us that Eternals was actually events that happened in a multiverse very distant from six one six. Still though, I, I'm uh, yeah. I'm hopefully uh, I, I'm very hopeful that we're going to see some kind of building on that in uh, Black Panther here. I think it honestly makes a lot of sense for them to have at least some small mention um, right. to the Celestial. Oh, Secret Invasion just got a trailer dropping too. Oh really? Get out. Yeah, I oh, just I refreshed. I don't think I have time to to be. Just, yeah, like, that's that's fair. We watch we'll, to talk about we, it. Yeah, we can leave it. But one last thing I want to bring up about Black Panther is, um, so I think we definitely at this point have Ironheart co- confirmed to be in the movie, um, uh, with that trailer. So, what do we know about Ironheart? Wasn't she supposed to be taking up like Iron Man's kind of mantle? Is she just like a Wakandan that's inspired by Iron Man and builds her own suit out of vibranium? Um, I honestly am not sure. And then like, I'm kind of interested that they're like, because this is one of the few characters they've in- they're introducing in the movies first, then a series. So, um. Yeah, I just think I wonder if that character is going to be like really important or something later on. Uh, oh yeah, that takes me to one of the other things I saw on that list that I don't know if is real or not, but one of the trademarks is Avengers Academy, which is Young Avengers. Um, so I don't mm-hmm. know, just 
kind of sounds like it's an animated show based on the title but yeah I mean, young that... avengers has been like something that has been a rumor for a while now yeah and i think we i think you've even theorized it in our previous episodes with you know hawkeye and and she, yeah yeah, so, I mean, there yeah. are a lot of there are a lot of different things like Kang. Uh, even being introduced was a big one. One of his earlier ancestors is Iron Lad, uh, who is also an earlier ancestor to Reed Richards. So there, there's like a timeline to all of these <laughs> characters. But I don't know who Ironheart is. I have, however, seen the set photos of the suit, and it looks pretty dope. Yeah. Um, oh, really? it kind of looks like it looked it's a lot bigger it's a lot beefier of a suit it kind of looks like more of the original iron man type suits like uh like the not like a nanotech type that we see later on in the uh infinity saga but more like iron man 2 and 3 type suits it's just a, a little bit beefier um a little more sinister looking kind of it's like a lot of black and gray Oh, oh yeah, I see it. Interesting. That Pretty actually cool kind of looks dope. It to me looks like it's a Wakandan vibranium suit. Yeah, it kind of does. So she's got a Mark One, and that must be the Mark Two, the one that you're talking about, because the Mark One looks very archaic and oh, has yeah. gaps in the armor and everything like that. <laughs> it looks basically like a jetpack. Okay, that's really interesting. Fuck. Okay, yeah, like, if we keep talking, we're gonna get into so much, like, shit with I'm some like of these I'm, trying to find theories. this fucking picture. I mean, it's like the, if I googled Ironheart suit, and it was, like, the first article, um, I can link you to it. Yeah, it's like a Hype Beast article that has the picture. That's not what I okay. Yeah, I got I got nothing. You got nothing. Well, it's all good. I mean, I don't even know if it's actually like the real thing or not, but it looks pretty believable to me. So, hey, whatever. I'll take. I think the other thing yeah. too is the the only picture I found of it is in black and white itself, but it does look like it has black and white tones to it. But I don't know. Oh, you sent it by text, and here I am looking for. Oh no, I just sent it though, so don't worry. I was trying to copy the link; it just kept giving me. Um, do you want to allow this website to give you notifications? <laughs> and I'm like, no. what website do I want to give me notifications? Like that's garbage. If I exit out of it, it shouldn't bother me. Fuck your notifications. Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. I'll take a look at that later. Um, anything yep. more we want to touch on before we bring this to a close? Nope. God, no. Other than, other than that, we really milked this San Diego Comic-Con thing. Like, <laughs> thought it was going to be a quick, like, 30-minute thing, yeah, but of course here. we always find a way to get well, into they it. Kept, they kept, shit kept coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, we've talked about, like, two things that we've actually gone in depth on that have released the time of recording this. And then one other thing that we don't have time to talk about that released in the time of recording. Yeah. That's a, and that's there'll a be lot. more tomorrow, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about yeah. the DC stuff, which is for another episode as well. 
Oh fuck, yeah, that's right. Um I'm not much right. to talk about there though from what I've seen no, so mean, far, but Black yeah. Adam, Shazam, Henry Cavill. It's like those three things really it. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah. I'm curious if they're gonna announce anything about Ezra Miller's future. Oh, um what future? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. right? It, it might be that they don't talk about it because they're just literally gonna throw it under the rug, but I mean in the Shazam... <laughs> His future's looking kinda of bleak right now. <laughs> in the Shazam trailer they literally referenced directly yeah. reference two characters that we have no idea what their future is so that that's interesting yep. it was a, um, a little strange for them to do that but yeah. yeah very strange so they're really doubling down on this shit and uh <laughs> yeah but anyways um yeah let's get to our credit roll or whatever we're calling it yeah <laughs> you guys are good yeah let's get this going um quick little ditty about one of our sponsors swift lifestyles if you like the idea of gamer sups and g fuel just that delicious powdered energy drink that's made of vitamins and good flavors definitely check out swift lifestyles um we as a podcast are sponsored by them and also get uh 10 of all final sales so it helps us grow our podcast and our network and helps get us Brand new gaming PCs. Uh, <laughs> or monitors, you know. Yeah. Or, I mean, it would if we were actually, if people were, were buying. But definitely check out swiftlifestyles.com. Use our product code. Product code? Coupon code? What's it called? Uh, I don't code? know. Yeah, yeah, nerdy nom noms. Use nerdy, nerdy nom noms in your in your in your checkout. I'm not really good at making ads on the spot. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> to let them know we sent you. Um, shoutouts. Gotta keep this one brief, just like last time. Quick shoutouts to Joey over at Blind Knowledge uh, and the Blind Knowledge Network, of which we are a part of. Just a good. Uh, overall it's not a not a production thing it's a promotion promoting thingy um i'm not doing it any justice sorry joey fuck i'm high what do you want yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh blind knowledge is a big network there's all kinds of different uh podcasts on the show or on that network go check some of that stuff out and uh yeah you guys have any shout outs no, not at Ollie, all. No, not even. Yeah, no. for a split second there, I thought you did. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, what's Ollie got? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, well, Ollie, if people want to find you on the internet, where can they find you? Uh, on Instagram at Ruiz or wherever you can find Ryan. <laughs> oh, Ryan's we're, gained favoritism this time. We're, we're back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ryan handles all my calls and fan mail. That's right. I do. Yeah, he, he ignores them and throws all of them out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it, it keeps the furnace going and it keeps me warm. So it, it helps. Every little bit helps. Papers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <coughs> Jesus, excuse me. Sorry. Ryan, if people want to find you on the internet, where do they find you? You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitch at Synthetic7S. Streaming on Twitch Sundays to Wednesdays every week. That's right, Synthetic7S. Go check him the fuck out. Slap that follow button and, yes, and help him attain 
what's the what's the first level is it twitch affiliate yeah i think so i'm pretty sure and then like after like a million people it's like it's twitch like partner, partner or something or something like that yeah well let's help them get whatever's above that yes sir so tell your friends tell your friends friends tell your aunties your mamas all of them daddies cousins sisters brothers extended family twice removed tell everybody that's right. go check him out Synthetic seven s three times a week to watch me get mad at bioshock and then watch party <laughs> the other time <laughs> it's yeah. great it's great he's still it's stuck great. on the the freezing <clears throat> yes Jesus i'm only Christ. able to complete a single mission before it crashes at like random points during the next mission yeah oh, shit yeah it's like it's course, good luck every time. i can get through the first mission like absolutely problem free every time as soon as i get into the second mission it just begins to fuck up <laughs> but we're almost at the end i think we might be at the last mission so maybe yeah. next stream on sunday we'll finally do it here i guess tomorrow. finally but by the time I... you guys listening to this the stream might have already happened yeah. Right. Well, I'm 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 rooting for you. I'm hoping that. <laughs> Thanks, boys. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Complete that, and I really do hope that the Bioshock Two fares better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too, man. Because, <laughs> like, in all honesty, I say just if Bioshock Two does the same shit, just skip to Infinite. Nobody will blame you. Yeah, <laughs> I like Bioshock. Honestly, like I, I've definitely been I keeping that them. one in the back of my mind just in case Bioshock Two is an absolute clusterfuck as well. Which I hope it's not. Me too, man. Me too. <laughs> and well, folks, if you want to find me on the internet, you can uh, on Twitter at the Real Snurfin on Instagram at Snurfin, and you can also find us the podcast Nerdy Nomicron at Nerdy Nomicron on both twitter and instagram and uh yeah that concludes our show until next time enjoy that outro peace peace, peace.